Geek Vibes Live is rated G for Geek. Alrighty, hello, hello, hello. Welcome everyone to a brand new episode of Geek Vibes Live Interview. For today's interview, I'm your host, Tia, and I have with me Brian McClure. Brian, how are you doing this evening? I'm great. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Um, First, Brian, I have to say I hope that you and your family are doing well during this really crazy time. What have you been doing to keep yourself sane during this pandemic? Thank you. Yeah, I mean, actually, I've been blessed to work on a few uh, projects during... um, the pandemic we uh we filmed a feature film one of my friends uh had the idea of making a whole feature film while we have been in this pandemic and it was kind of a fun experience because she lives in south africa and i'm in atlanta some of our other actors were also in south africa i know one was in new jersey our director was in new york so it was kind of a fun experiment to do that and then there was another uh project for my um, sci-fi series Space Command that we did kind of an experimental episode in quarantine as well. So those are a couple of different things. Um, you know, just trying to catch up on content, watching movies and television and reading and stuff that I actually enjoy that I don't get to do a lot of. Yeah, I'm sure it's a little difficult for actors because you guys are working. So to actually get a chance to sit down and actually enjoy a movie or TV show must be rare. Are you watching anything right now? (laughs) Uh, I actually, uh, my girlfriend, she does not, um, she hasn't seen The Office. So I'm starting to rewatch The Office with her because uh, it's an amazing show and she needs to know about it. Yes, absolutely. Um, that is always a great show for us all to rewatch, so you can rewatch it obviously with her as she experiences it for the first time. But Brian, you had a um, comedy film that just released a few days ago, in fact, called In Other Words. Um, so I would just love for you to kind of um, go through the movie, your characters, and just let the audience know what they should know about this uh, new comedy film. Because everyone needs a good laugh right now. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely good for that. It's uplifting. Um, it's it's got Chris Kattan in it, Saturday Night Live legend. Um, it's uh, the story follows uh, my character. My name is True Andrews in the story, and I'm a, a app developer, technique, and. Uh, I have a really difficult time with women in the story. And so um, I end up developing a matchmaking app that finally connects me with a girl. But the only problem is she doesn't speak any English. She only speaks Spanish. So there, therein uh, lies what the, the plot is kind of about, navigating uh, a relationship, seeing if I can make it work, even though we don't really um, know how to communicate well. Oh, that's so funny. It's uh, very much like a meet-cute sort of thing and finding the love in between the lines and pretty much that it's a universal language. Yeah, it's fun. It's definitely fun. And uh, we just released it um, on Tuesday, uh, the 8th uh, of September. And, um, you know, you can pretty much rent it uh, anywhere uh, that's, um, 
that you can rent movies online right now, and it's on demand on cable networks in the U.S. Uh, I believe the U.S. is the only place we've launched at this moment, but we're gearing up to launch in other places um, as we go. Uh, but yeah, it's been exciting. A lot of people are... Uh, uh, one one of my friends actually said, this is the rom-com my heart needed right now. So that was really awesome. I love that. That definitely needs to be the tagline for the film. Um, did you film that, say, during... Because I know you said you were filming a few projects during the pandemic, or was this, say, pre... Uh, COVID. Yeah, this was one we actually filmed in the summer of 2018. So we filmed it a couple of years ago. Um, we actually had the privilege of screening it at one film festival earlier this year before uh, everything kind of, you know, uh, went into lockdown and everything. Um, so we got to film it, our screen it at the Omaha Film Festival, which was a privilege for me because that's actually where I started my acting journey in Omaha, Nebraska. And so uh, to be able to go back to uh, where I started and showcase something that I'm very proud of was a really special thing for me. Oh, wow, that's great. Um, and for you, how was it working with Chris Kattan? Because as you just said, he's a comedy legend, certainly a name that everyone's eyes probably gravitate to. I mean, how was that for you? Man, that was such an honor because, uh, you know, I, I got into acting because I, I really enjoy comedy. And, uh, you know, I watched uh, a lot of those comedy legends like Chris Kattan, Jim Carrey, Will Ferrell uh, growing up. And, and they had a profound impact on just my normal everyday goofiness. And uh, I know Chris has worked with both Jim Carrey and Will Ferrell. And um, just to be able to go... Um, head-to-head with him, you know, and some improvised comedy and, um, you know, just, just being holding the same stage as him is such an honor and so fun. And there were times he, he legitimately is as funny as, you know, people see him on TV because uh, I at times was pinching myself when the camera was on him so that I didn't break character and ruin the take. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, so that was funny. I can certainly in that. What was that? And, no, I, I certainly can imagine being starstruck, uh, and even though you're supposed to also be within this world as Chris Kattan is, also being just the type of person. You're a fan, so obviously it would be like that on set with him. Definitely. And so you said that you play this character who is, I love it that you make this dating app very how everything is nowadays with uh, Tinder and gosh, I don't really know all of them to be honest with you because there's so many dating apps. So, I mean, certainly that had to have been taken into account when you guys were doing this. I mean, where do you know that the inspiration came from to really make it centered on say finding love through a dating app? Um, I don't know necessarily about the dating app aspect itself. I do know that the story originated because the executive producer, Ruben Islas, um, actually approached the writer-director, their married couple, Christina Nava and Patrick Perez Vidari. Um, They got approached by Ruben, who had a a friend that he knew that went over to, I want to say... Italy or Greece or something like that, and he met a woman 
And um, I think he might have, he actually might have had an app. I'm not 100% sure if he had an app that made him uh, a lot of money. So he went over to, uh, you know, this country and met this woman, and he couldn't speak any English to her. So they had like, oh, no, he didn't have an app at the time because I remember uh, Christina talking about how he had these big books of like translation books, that that's how they had to do it at that time. Um, uh, as far as like trying to make it work, and he eventually learned how to. He hired a tutor and eventually learned how to speak the language. And him and that woman, I guess, are still together today. So it actually stemmed from that actual story. Oh wow, that's so interesting. I just love hearing the background on movies like that because you always know it has to come from some sort of place of reality. Um, your character in the movie so doesn't know Spanish, but do you know Spanish in real life, what, or do you not know it? I know some of it. I'm not fluent by any means, but I did study some in high school and college. And because of the film and just being around so many uh, you know, fluent Spanish-speaking people, I decided to start studying it again. And I'm, I've had, I have a 130-day uh, streak on Duolingo studying Spanish I'm pretty proud of. Uh, so just keeping that going and, you know, learning a little bit here or there. It's pretty fun. It's kind of like a game. If no one out there has uh, done Duolingo before, it's, it's a pretty fun app as far as, like, just getting to learn a new language. It's pretty easy. You just do a little bit a day. I tried to do it, and I kept up with it for a little while, and then I fell off. So you definitely got further than I did on Duolingo. But I know I just I wanted to ask because I would think that it would be a little funny if, say, you did know Spanish, but you had to pretend like you didn't know in certain aspects. But okay. I certainly love the idea. I certainly love it. And as I said, right now I feel like comedies are absolutely something that – people need but it's interesting how you said that you really kind of got into say acting because of your love of comedy because I'm looking at your uh, resume and I mean you have something like Mindhunter in your pocket which is the exact opposite of a, co- of a comedy yeah yeah you know uh, interestingly some of the first things that I started looking were, were drama and so when you start to put together a demo reel that's full of drama, people don't really realize you can do comedy. So I, some of the first things that I booked were a lot of dramatic things, and I have a lot of respect for drama too. I, not having grown up acting, I didn't know that I even liked it. I just liked being goofy. But as I said, I got in for that reason. But then when I actually started taking classes and training, I I grew a, a great respect for dramatic acting as well, um, and I just started. You know, that was some of my first stuff. That's where it all uh, kind of started. One thing I think is kind of funny about Mindhunter, you, I don't know if you've seen it yet or not, but um, I appear in three different episodes in the second season, and there's one episode where I'm uh, sitting in a car with Holt uh, McLaney. Uh, he is uh, one of the two main detectives, uh, and we're out kind of scouting, and he sprays himself with bug spray, and then he hands it over to me. And I just decided I was going to spray the whole can of bug spray right in my face. And, like, uh, after we did that, I'm like, that might have been too comedic for this show. Um, I kept a straight face because I would do that in normal life. Um, something like 
but I thought they might cut that, but they did keep it. I completely uh, remember that. So I'm a huge fan of Mindhunter, which made the news that, um, not that it got necessarily canceled for a third season, but I believe the language they used was that all the actors were released from their contracts um, just because David Finch was moving on to work on Mank. But I'm not sure if there was any talk beforehand where you maybe going to continue with my hunter or do you believe that it really was just a one season sort of thing? Uh, well, based on the storyline of my character or the storyline during the season and where I fit in, in that um, part of the story, I wouldn't, I wouldn't think that I would be coming back just simply because they were uh, investigating the child murders that happened in, in Atlanta and I was an Atlanta police recruit. That's what I play in the show. And, uh, you know, if they, I doubt they would continue to study that same, um, same storyline. Probably move on to some other ones, but who knows? I mean, since if we'll never know, then I'm just going to go ahead and say, yeah, they probably they probably were going to bring me back, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but realistically, I I don't really have any idea. I would be more than happy to get, get back on the show, though. It was a pleasure. Yeah, no, I completely get it. I can imagine that's probably what they would do, but, oh, God, that was such a great show. But, I mean, you have been in some amazing shows. You've also been in HBO Max's Doom Patrol. I mean, talk about such an off-the-cusp sort of series. I mean, how was that like for you? Yeah, that show is really uh, crazy fun. Like, that's such an off-the-wall show. Um, but every the sets are so beautiful. The, what they do with their set decoration is just incredible, and their the um, you know the wardrobe like they really take it serious. Like um, the professionalism and the way it looks like shows. Um, but that was just that was a really fun role, especially for me um, because the week before I was at uh, just getting done at church, and I had my I was giving a friend of mine a ride to her car, and. I was just out. She's an actress as well, and I was asking her how things are going. She's like, "Oh, I booked something." I said, like, "Oh, no kidding, me too." And I was like, "What did you book?" And she goes, "Doom Patrol." I go, "No kidding, me too." And what episode? And we end up finding we were in the same episode, and then we found out we were in the same scene. My friend Grayson Chadwick and I randomly booked the same scene, so it was really fun for me personally just to be able to act uh, in a scene with a good friend of mine. Uh, that was a real honor. And then our trailer actually uh, on set while we were waiting were connected randomly by like a, a door that could kind of fold in and out. So we just opened it and just kind of hung out in our trailer while we were waiting, which just made it all the more fun, you know. Oh, that's so great. It's funny where life kind of takes you in that retrospect. And that's hilarious that that is what happened with you and your friends. And so... Doom Patrol is a DC property, and of course, we're Geek Vibes Nation, so I have to ask this little bit of a geeky question here. Um, is there any interest for you to kind of be a part of, say, the Marvel or the DC universe? Because it seems like so many actors, even ones who were, say, opposed to doing roles like that, are now considering to do roles in the superhero genre. Is that something that you would want to do? 
I mean, there's a lot of those movies, but I love fantasy and adventure movies, and, like, I think it'd be a blast to play more in that space. I'd love that. What uh, superhero do you see yourself playing, or a supervillain? That's a good question. Um, I mean, I'd like to say Captain America, because I'm an upstanding man. (laughs) But (laughs) so many of them are fun. Um, Shoot, man. Captain America is the first one that comes to mind. I mean, uh, Iron Man would be pretty fun, too, but uh, Robert Downey Jr. does a fantastic job in that role. I mean, he's created kind of what that character looks like. Um, shoot, I mean, there's a lot of them that would be fun. Somebody that got that has a special power. Someone that can fly would be cool. <laughs> yeah, I. whenever someone asks me if... But, what superpower I want. I never say flying just because I have a fear of heights, but um, if you're the type of person who doesn't have a fear of heights, then flying is perfect. Let me ask you this. If your fear of heights is falling, would that not be taken away if you could fly because you won't fall? You know, I, I've never heard anyone ask that before. That's so great. That really is, honestly. Um, I guess at first you would probably be a little freaked out because you don't realize that you can not fall, but then suddenly it's like driving a car, I guess. When you're first in the car, you get a little freaked out, but then suddenly it just becomes a part of everyday routine. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's that's great. Um, I'm going to remember that, Brian. But so, Just like with your eyes wide open thinking about that, wow. I don't ever think of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I, I'm not going to say that it's hardly ever that I'm stumped because I will say I get stumped a bit, but that stumps me. So I, I appreciate yes. that um, as a guest, from a guest. Um, okay. So, Brian, before we wrap everything up here, I know that you said you were filming something during the pandemic, but is there anything um, besides what we should be looking out for that we should look out for in the future? Yeah, I mean, uh, we're getting ready to film some more of our Space Command series, um, either in the latter part of this year or in the early part of next year. Um, we have our pilot episode of that. It's actually up on YouTube right now. It's on our the creator's um, YouTube channel, Mark Zickery. His, uh, his YouTube channel is Mr. Sci-Fi. I believe we have around 850,000 views on our pilot episode of that, and our goal is to uh, get it picked up by a big network that wants to fund it, and we can make the whole rest of the first season and beyond. Uh, at, up to this point, it's been entirely crowdfunded, and, um, you know, we've had some investors invest as well. But we should be doing more of that this year. Um, one of the lead actresses that I got to act with, in, in other words, Natasha Eska, she wrote a really fun film. That, uh, our goal is to film that next year. It's a rom-com as well. Um, she, she and I just got along so well on set, she asked me to play her fiancé in that story. Um, so uh, that would be really fun to do that one. Uh, we have some various different scripts in pre-production uh, that we're tra- in development that we're trying to get some funding for uh, to be made as well um, in various different genres. So uh, we've got a lot of different irons in the fire in various ways. 
Awesome. Well, I'll certainly be checking that out on YouTube. And for anyone who's listening, please make sure that you check out In Other Words. As we said, it came out, I believe, what's today's date? The 10th? Oh, it came out two days ago. So it came out on Tuesday. Please make sure you check that out as well as other projects that Brian is in. And Brian, thank you so much for joining me for this interview. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Thank you.